Did you miss me? <laughs> Here she go. <laughs> did y'all miss me? I know y'all miss me, y'all. I know y'all miss me. We did. We did. Welcome yes. back, sis. What Welcome up? Back. What up? I'm your hey. Hey. I'm Jay with Ish. Come on, Roberta. Who are you? Okay. Well, I'm Roberta, the tool lady. I'm Nisha, the social advocate. And I'm Jackie, the wellness advocate. All right. And we have a special guest. And I guess, will you introduce yourself? I'm Jason Jones. I'm from Montgomery, Alabama. I'm the writer of Unforgiving and Me Against the World. Okay. okay. All, right. All right. Well, Jason, we're so happy to have you. We're so happy that you decided to join us. You took your time to join us. Uh, we are glad that you are being transparent. Uh, I already talked to the ladies about some of the things we talked about. Uh, so, uh, mm -hmm. Jason, I, I want to ask you, um, what what do you want? What, what do you want to get out of tonight? What is, what is your outcome you want before we get started? Um, my whole season, this go around, is about coming out of bondage and getting a message out about generational curses coming out of bondage, marriage being equally yoked, male and male mental capacity. Uh, I am the founder of Gifted Hand and Integrity Homes, where I deal with substance abuse, children that's been sexually abused. Um, just a counseling throughout the community. All right. All right. Woo. Well, that's a lot. Oh, okay. Where were you? <laughs> Where were you? Yes. Like, I figured I had to be in a place because I went through it. And being in a culture of black men, someone has to address the issues. Oh, come on now. We, I don't want to jump in too deep, but sometimes as black men, we carry so much that we can't mm -hmm. express ourselves. Oh, Jason, had to go ahead. Come on. I now. had to get that message. I had to get that message out. Well, Jason, um, could you give us just a little bit of your background uh, about about who you are? Who is Jason? What has who what has brought you to this point? Yeah, I, I was at a breaking point. 
Um, uh, my mom died in 2017. I had ended up having a massive heart attack, and I was carrying. I was 34 at the time, and I was carrying so much bitterness and hate towards people in my family. Uh, when I got sick, my wife left me. I was carrying that. Uh, childhood general generational curses. I was carrying that, and um, I met Dev right at the eye, and I'm like, "Who is Jason, and what is my purpose?" Yes, yes. And I, and I was, and I was carrying stuff that was killing me. But I said I have to tell the world, and I have to create an avenue for people that is going through depression, sexual abuse, um, loss of a loved one, and and, and it just it just built up on me to now. I ain't got no choice but to do the will of God because that's what God has sent me to do. And Ooh, like God told me, God had told me this a long time ago that I was going to be an advocate for children, but I was disobedient. But God yeah. had to humble me. Hmm. Yes. yes. And, when I was, and when I was going through, God told me I was going to go through a wilderness season. And this time last year, I had two heart attacks back after back my body was shutting down i had went blind in my left eye and i was like god what is my purpose what is my purpose but god had put people in my life to keep me to my purpose that's okay god i i, I see what you're doing now because he had to script me from everything just so i could do his will Yes, yes. I'm gonna open book. Y'all can ask me anything. And, and okay. you know, you just got to love on God's people. All right now. All right. Well, we are so glad. Uh we're at as a like I said, we anticipated this. You giving us everything that we anticipated, I think within the in five minutes, actually. So you have given us um this this as much as we had thought you was gonna give us and more. Uh, and we look for the morsels to come down from heaven for us. Now, Jason, um, I understand that uh, you you said that you you lost your mom, um, and I and and we had spoke briefly about that yesterday uh, when we talked about grief. Um, and you said you had a heart attack, um, and uh, I just wanted to share this one thing. This one fact is that once you go through grief like that, your heart does change. It becomes it's, yeah. it's usually has like it's like a heart like we do but when we go through grief like that it closes up so it's only it's only evident that you would have you know that your heart would be uh it, it would have some type of rhythm changes or like you said you would go through a heart attack that's scientific it's from it's broken heartedness so i just wanted our, our listeners to know that you can be broken hearted mm -hmm. and yeah. you can have some damage done to you in that effort in that and what in that way because it's medical it's uh mental mm -hmm. uh so it's both of them together uh yeah. the other uh-huh go ahead jason Oh, no, I ain't, I ain't got nothing to say. I was listening to you. Oh, okay. All right. Oh, and the other thing, uh, now let's go back to, to your childhood because uh, I just wanted to, the audience to understand that part about grieving. Grieving can be very uh, 
it, it can be detrimental to us as well, you know, to grieve. But uh, let's go to your childhood because you said some abuse. Uh, I heard some sexual trauma. Uh, mm. I know that you said your uh, father was an alcoholic. Let's talk about that. Well, I'm a, I'm a mama's boy. Yeah. And one thing, one thing that I talk, see, I talk about my mom because my mom is my heart. And one thing about my mom, my mom taught me, I always know how to treat a lady. And, hmm. the thing that I, and the thing that I got out of my mom and dad's marriage was to be a better man than my dad was. And my dad was in my life forever. And just because you come from a two-parent household doesn't mean that it's always good because I, so I had to step up. on it. All right. Come on, come on with it. Come on now. Come on with it, Jason. Come on, ears, baby. I had to step up. Yeah, because we were standing uh in the shack. I never forget it. We were standing in the shack, and my mom's cousin had died. And she had to go to Delaware to the funeral. And when she went to Delaware, she seen how all her sisters was living. And she came home, it was on a Friday night, and she was just sitting in the kit in the living room crying. And I was like, what's wrong, mom? What's wrong? And I got two sisters and one brother. And she said, my sisters don't have to live like this. My sisters don't live like this. But when she went to Delaware, it triggered something in her. She said, I have to come out of this. From that point on, she had got a job. She had worked her way up to the D.O.N. at the veterans home. She bought us a house. But the best thing about it was she never gave up on her marriage. She said, you're either going to get yourself together or I'm going to have to leave you behind. It worked it for a little while. Worked it for a little while. And the drugs and alcohol never stopped. And he was just being my mom, being my mom. And to one day we said, we're going to get this Nick. We're going to get this man. My bad. Right. Gonna, okay. You can say it. You can say it. You can say it. We're putting it all on the table. You can all say it. We finna, we finna get this joker. Right. Get, and that's when the, when the abuse went crazy. Because we're at an age now, you're not finna treat my mom like this. Right. You're not finna treat my mom like this. And my mom honored her marriage. My mom said, I just can't give up on him because I made a promise to God. i like, Mom, you need to break that promise. Yeah. <laughs> And she said, right. <laughs> yeah. she said, no, nah. and you know, it was funny to the day she died. And, and, and it, it, it's hurt, it hurts my heart to the day she died. She honored her vows because yeah. certain things was going on in the hospital that the doctor's like, he's not mentally capable of being over her. And she looked at me on her down bed. She said, Jason, to death do us part. And when she said that, I had to take my hands off of it. But when I say it killed me, it killed me. Yeah. But she, had, but she had honored her vows, and she didn't give up on it. Mm -hmm. Wow. Well, I, yes. That's good because I did tell. And you know. Uh huh. Go ahead. I'm, I'm sorry. No, you good. Um. Because I did tell my next 
partner that um, the, the only way he walking out them doors is over the balcony. So I I feel where you're coming from because I don't believe in divorce. Yeah. So it's either, you know, you make it work, so I just take you out. Sorry, <laughs> FBI, but it is what it is. Okay? Yeah. Yeah. Yay. <laughs> well, and, and I'm just what? putting it all on the table. I'm sorry. Okay. And, and it's been, what you got? What you got in that glass? You you gonna see in about 10, 15 minutes. <laughs> well, you know, uh, let's, okay. let's come back to <laughs> let's come back to uh to Jason. With now, you you said the abuse kept going, and and I understand the loyalty, right? Because that's what it sounds like—a lot of loyalty. But at the same time, what was that? I, I understand her position was loyalty. She made a commitment. Uh, but what was life like for you in that home? I made the best out of it. Where she go? She I made the I, I made the best out of it. Can y'all hear me? Yeah. I made yeah. the best out of it because I was in the church. Um, my godparents came and got me into the church a lot. Um, I had jobs. I had two jobs. I was actually working at Sonic, and I was working at this farm for my elementary school teacher. So I made the best out of life in what they say well looks good on the outside is not uh, it's not it's not always what it seems to be because we look the good on the outside but we but people never understood what went on on the inside the hell the hell the, the hell oh. the, the watching them pawn stuff out the house and you know what the funniest thing about it was for christmas i pissed them off so bad and i have a, and i have a trigger of pissing folks off he was like what you want for Christmas? I said, just get me the turkey. And he thought I was being fat. And my mom looked at me. She said, Jane, so why do you want the turkey? I said, because we can eat that that day. He can't pawn that. He can't, he oh, can't wow. take that. He can't take yeah. that. I said, well, you got some good jokes. <laughs> right. right. Just, just, just for Christmas. Just for Christmas. And, and you know what? Just, just for us a meal. You know, uh, no, just meal right. right and i can understand that there's some it's some satire with that it is it is some jokes with that but I, i'm thinking uh if i'm wrong you can tell me this is that how you cope with a lot of things joking yes i love it i love it i remember one time I, it was in the 90s it was a 90s movie that came out and uh, it was Billy. Y'all ever seen the movie Billy? Mm-hmm. Mm. Well, you know, we, you know we we in our 20s. Oh, dang. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> well, Billy. <laughs> Billy was Billy was this movie with, with DMX in it. And DMX was a drug dealer. Mm-hmm. And if you do something to Billy... He'll get battery acid and and chop it up in his cocaine and kill you. Wow. So we as young kids, we as young kids now, don't try to incriminate me on this. We got some, we was very young. 
So we was watching Billy. So we got some candle wax. And we is chopped it, it up. Is it Billy or Belly? Belly, Billy. Be I think it's Belly or something like that. Belly. Billy, okay. Belly. Yeah. We got some candle wax, not knowing that battery acid and candle wax were two different things. Mm -hmm. And we chopped it up and gave it to him and tried to kill it. Oh, wow. Hey, that thing was in there. I thought he was getting so high. And the funny part about it was when he went to light the candle wax, it burnt his mouth. Mm. And he threw us out of the house. <laughs> so we outside in the field playing. Look, we outside in the field playing, and we looked up. We seen this car jump the ditch. And he was trying to run us over with the car. And he knew I had something to do with it. He knew I had something to do with it. And I was running. <laughs> I, I was like, I was like eight years old, 150. I was a little fat little joker. And y'all was running so quick. And there's a church that sits right there to the left of us. I said, Lord, he's gonna hit me or he's gonna hit this church. Baby, when I tell you I was running to get away from this man, it just it just goes to show that we we want him gone at yeah. a young age. Yeah. yeah, I have a question. Uh huh. Okay, so you have people that's out there that's stuck in their marriage because they don't believe in divorce, so they, you know. Um, suffering from domestic violence, um, they suffering from mental abuse and things like that. So, what do what's your intake on it? If you don't see no change in that person, get out. It's not. It's not worth it. Right. right. And I know that people. I know that people. Say they vow to God is to stick to their marriage. Mm -hmm. I believe that as well through my marriage because I'm going through a divorce right now. And if you don't see no change, get out of it. So when you go before God and the preacher and he say the vow, y'all say y'all vows and he read that sin that those parts sickens the health and all that good stuff why get a divorce i believe that I at first you said, i understand that you said i divorced my oh lord um so <laughs> i get you i get that you saying that if you see it ain't no change or yeah. anything then well, and i think too you know what jay i think the other thing this is just from being married myself uh and going through a divorce uh, there's only so much abuse you can allow. Yeah. Uh, and for for me, uh, I, I think heavens because I came from a small, uh, well, a small town, but I came from a strong grandparent. And when I say strong, this lady was very strong. And one thing she told me that people treat you how you want to be, how you want them to treat you. So mm -hmm. you you govern how people treat you. And then another mm -hmm. thing she taught me is that everybody ain't supposed to be with you. And if that person uh, so so she basically 
told me that I can set that standard, that I don't have to let a person take me to the gutter or kill me. Because, see, we're dealing with matters of the heart. That's a matter of the heart. So you don't have to let somebody kill you for love. Uh, uh, and I, go ahead, Jason. Can I tag team on Lucio on this one? Go ahead. Because now I'm moving into a season where we have to be equally yoked. Mm-hmm. Some marriages are not designed by God, and when mm-hmm. you look at when you look at it, you'll know when you have that right person. You'll know it, and also you have to look at the whole surrounding of what's going on while you try to get married. Because Ooh, I never should have got wait. married because I was in agreement with their lifestyle, mm-hmm. and. So why did you get married? So why did you get married if you knew you didn't you knew you wasn't supposed to get married? I grown to love her. I grow I didn't love her at first. I grown to love her. But so that's what we, go, so that's what we do. Go back huh? to what go back to what she's asking. Why? See, with marriage, there's like there's a society, you get society pluses for it because they say, what, are you married, Mr. Miss, right? Then the other part is people, you get to get the wedding. Okay, so that's a celebration. Uh, And trust me, I know it sounds crazy because you said, well, this is a long time commitment, but people get married for those things. How my marriage, how my wedding going to look or where am I going to get married at? Uh, Am I going to have it? And, you know, he going to, uh, we gonna be on the internet. Who gonna see it? People get married for those things. You know, my friend, my cousin, she we married, was. so I'm gonna get married. People get married for all kind of crazy things. Trust me. Uh, we 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 both. You, I, before you finish that, I'm still stuck on. You said that you 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 was you didn't love her at first. You had to like grow to love her yeah i I, want to make sure that the next person i'm talking to so tell me what that look like and what that sound like so when i so i can see if he just growing to love me he don't love me because let me tell you something okay i don't want to be played with I don't want my feelings. Yeah, and it's, it kind of just reminds you of like maybe you felt like it might have been the right thing to do at the time was to marry her. Yeah, because I don't want nobody to marry me and then grow to marry me. That does. I'm sorry, Jason. That does not that, look. That, that, he just being honest. I know he just being honest. I'm just. I don't think nobody. What woman will want a man to marry and he really don't love her? And he like, nah. okay, well, baby, I think Jake just want advice on how to avoid that so she don't, you know, end up getting a divorce. It depends okay. on it. It depends on how deep you want to get. It depends on how it depends on how deep, it on how deep you want to get because both of us coming out of a lonely situation for one. Ooh, she had Jason. just. She had just lost Sound her like trauma bonding. She had just yeah, lost her grandmother, and we mm-hmm. both was lonely. But me on the outside, because she's from the Bahamas. She's from the outside. Her mom had abandoned her at the hospital when they was the nails all in the system, and their their background cultures didn't identify 
with my background coaches because yeah. now I'm talking to people from a totally different aura. If some things that I knew after before I met her, I never was to entertain because see, I was introduced to something outside of my norm. Yeah, I was to something that's outside of my norm, period. And the things that she was running from was killing me. Uh If we want to get deep about it, the things that her family generationals done was killing me. Yeah. And I I would have known that I never would have gotten married. Okay. Now I heard somebody say uh, trauma bonding, which I said that, that yesterday. Was me. Okay, and I said that yesterday, but also I said deeper than that, generational curses, marrying generational curses. See, he said I came mm-hmm. from a lonely yeah. background, and here she is. She both of them came from survival. They surviving. Yep. So let's get together and try to hey, survive. Think about it. Yes. And the thing about it is, witchcraft and voodoo is real. Oh, Jason. And you got to be careful about you got to be careful about whose spirits you let in you, around you, and in your house. Or even because speak if you coming out of family dealing, if you coming out of family of dealing with that, and I seen it firsthand. And the thing about what I put in my book is I would take a lot of detector tests on anything I put in my book. On anything. And with me knowing her family background, I would have ran like hell. Yeah. But when I got sick and when I got down, I was in the hospital last year with two heart attacks. Same thing about it, I told you I was going through a divorce. I did not know I was going through a divorce until I was in the hospital learning how to walk again with two heart attacks. A realtor called me and said, Mr. Jones, Mr. Jones, your wife put your house up for sale. And I was in the hospital. I was in the hospital and the doctor came in, the heart surgeon, and he was putting the crash cart next to my door. And I was like, what is going on? And he said, um, Mr. Jones, your heart is finna stop. And we got to have all all magistrates together in case your heart stopped. And I'm like, wow. And when I tell you I cried and I begged her, I said, DeAndre, you need to come check on me. Cause we on we own a trucking company. And she was the and she was the head truck. She was like over the trucking company. I'm like, DeAndre, you need to come check on me. So I was sitting in the hospital. I look up on the internet. She done had a gender reveal party. Wow. And I'm like, well. Yeah. And this baby was not yours. No, this baby was not mine. Wow. Y'all wait, 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 wait. Y'all still married and this baby not yours. No. Yeah, we still married now. Yeah, we ain't even had we not even had our divorce yet. Wow. Wow. Yeah. Wow. I'm so sorry. Yeah. 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 We we it was God God lining up. Yeah. Yeah. Well, because you know what? Y'all saying let's put it up. 
Y'all saying this, put it on the table. <laughs> we putting it on there, ain't it? Yeah, it's on there. Hey, it you all. know what, though, Jason? Uh, a lot of your conversation, uh, me and the ladies have, me and my sisters have already talked about it. Jay and I had a very similar conversation. We were talking about curses, possibility of curses, you know. Uh, and uh, so we've kind of, We've kind of all talked about different things. You talked about generational curses, trauma, trauma mm -hmm. bonding. You in the yeah. right place, and you are really uh, enlightening us as far as from a masculine view. Because as, as you can see, yeah. we don't have any masculine energy here. So we really appreciate yeah. your view my thing is, and your candidacy. My thing. My thing is. My next marriage, because see, one thing for sure, I honored my wife. I always honored, because that's how my godparents and my mom instilled to me. I honored my wife. We, we didn't want for nothing. We didn't want for nothing. But when my when my health changed, I seen the disrespect. Mm -hmm. I see when the health changed. That's the first time she ever cussed at me. We had a real argument. That's the first time when the money changed. Because now she was the sole breadwinner because I had to work on getting my health back together. And when I say, when I tell you that I like to kill me, that I like to kill me. Because if I never would have put myself into that situation, I don't feel like I never would have went through it. But well, I, I want to touch on something real quick. I want to I want to touch back on um, the whole vow thing and honoring your vows, right? For better or for worse, all of you know to God. So in my head, when we talk about our vows and we say for better or for worse, for sickness or for health, I don't think that is that is that has anything to do with abuse. I think that is. A marriage that is in the eyes of God and both woman and man are living their marriage and honoring each other the way God has designed us to, right? So when you get into abuse and all and drug abuse and all these different things that are going on, that is not part of God. That is not part of your vows. No, so in my not. head, when I think for better or for worse, that's normal, that's normal marriage issues. We have arguments or we might lose sight of love for each other so we learning how to get back in love you know normal relationship things i don't believe that in those vows that that has anything to do with abuse and the things that we've been discussing you know jason and your parents marriage um because that's not part of christ that's not christ like so when we make um, those honors to no, god we are honoring christ and once you step out of that you step out of that so i, I think that's just my my thing on that. I, agree. I think you know, for me, that kind of helps me differentiate because I ain't had no, I ain't been married. I've had a long-term relationship. So kind of like me and me and you, Jason, I'm relating to what you're saying because for me, a lot of the times, and Jay too, it, it's been hard for me to understand what equally yoked is. I identify who's for me, who's not for me, what should be acceptable, what should not. So when I, my thing is, okay, is this what God would want for me? That's is right. this what God want me to go through? Is this Christ like? Is He honoring me like Christ honored the church? Am I honoring Him the way I'm supposed to be as His woman? Um, so that's I think that's why that's the thoughts that I'm having. I just want to point that out, and I really right. appreciate you being honest. I'm glad you said it. I'm glad you said it because a lot of 
people, women, and maybe even men, right? Because we know men can be abused as well. Uh, tend to think, well, I got married. It's for better or for worse. So I have to put up with it. You know, I I took a vow. And that's not the case. If you are fearful for your life, if your circle has gotten smaller and you have no idea how that happened because yeah. of narcissist behavior, um, if, you know, you're constantly being belittled, if you're constantly, you know, if you're having to explain a bruise and make up a story, those things, that's not okay. That, you know, you need to get your, yourself out of those situations. That's not for better or for worse at all whatsoever so i'm glad and, that you, you know that and, it, and to take it back onto my mom's situation to take it back onto my mom's situation that was the only man my mama ever been with mm -hmm. they was together since eighth grade since eighth grade oh, wow. and i think i don't know i don't understand it but quick as that would have happened to me i would have been gone and then I think that's also like the old school mentality too, yeah. right? Mm -hmm. Like, you know, back then you don't you you put up with it, you know, you 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 just do that's just the mentality of it. But now new school, we're like, no, I mm -mm. like when my husband and I were going through some stuff, I told uh my mother in law, I was like, I don't care. You know, I don't care that we got married in the church. I don't care about any of that. Because if I'm not being respected, if I don't feel like I'm being respected, if I feel like there's no respect, why would I stay in that? Why would my kids be around that? You know, and my husband and I, we work through that. We're good now. But, you know, that's that's a, you know, an acceptable, you know, for worse. You know, we're, we're like, OK, let's let's talk this out. Yeah. Let's understand that there needs to be mutual respect. I respect you. You respect me. You hear me out. You know, there's this constant back and forth and yelling is comes in. Nothing comes good out of that. So we need to talk about it and we need to work through this. And, you know, we we talked it out and we worked it out. So, like, I'm, yeah, this new school, I told her, I said, we don't put up with that. We would be ready to say, you know what? I'm not taking anything less than get your stuff and go. <laughs> See, I'm going uh -huh. uh, to go back on some what Miss J has said when I said I had grown to love her. Mm -hmm. I had I had grown to love her with an unconditional bond. Mm. And when I say when I when I go back and say when Break I grown to down. love her. Break because, that down a little bit. Because, because Break that down a little bit. Because mm -hmm. I was so well, I, I was so attached to my mother. And when my mother died, it pushed me to love her stronger. Because mm -hmm. I had went through, I had went through a, a torment that I needed someone to love. Now I always loved her, but I didn't love her like if my, my mama called me, I was coming. You see what I'm saying? Mama ain't gonna want for nothing. Mama wanted me, I'm coming. I don't care what time of the day it was, another day. And when my mom died, I had to man up. I like this. This my woman. I, God gave me her, so I got to help her. And the, and the best part about it is, if you go back into the Bible, it, it ain't that part of that Bible that said Adam loved Eve. It says Eve was created for Adam to become a helpmate. Mm -hmm. 
And I was like, Adam and Eve didn't go on dates or nothing, but they loved each other. They had that unconditional love because they was the fruit of the season. So when I honored her, when I started, well, I was honored her, but when I fell in love with her, we was in that position of love. And I overlooked some of the anesthetes of a marriage because I was lonely and hurt because my mom had died. So you have to look at it from both aspects of that. I, I, my question is, is that, um, sure, I forgot what I was going to say. <laughs> Can I go ahead and, and come in? Well, go I ahead. wanted just to say, uh, you know what? Uh, I've worked with abused women. I've worked with abused men. Uh, I've, I've worked with addiction. Um, I've worked with all kinds of people. But the truth is, we are to love one another. Uh, yes. Manipulation is not love. And uh, whenever you, we are manipulating each other, guess what? We are very much on the witchcraft side because that's what manipulation is. Yes. Now, the other part of it, what you said, what you're saying, or what y'all kicking around the ball, what does love look like for y'all? You yes. know, when you question what does love, what does it look like for me? You know, for some people, a pair of shoes might look like love. For some people, a new truck might look like you love me. But what does love look like to you? And then if you go to agape or if you go to God, what kind of love does he have? He has more what, what uh, Jason is talking about, which is unconditional. Meaning no matter what we are, how raggedy, how, how up we are, how down. Is this love all the way across? So that's how we supposed to be loving each other. It ain't supposed to be yeah. situational. Oh, I can get you a bigger house. I can get you a better car. Oh, I'm a better this because I go to work 50 hours. A no, that's not what it is. Or you're five, you know, six foot two or seven foot tall, and I love you. That's not love. So do you? So my question is that, like, okay, you said that you did not love her. I'm still stuck on that. He didn't love her. He's telling you the like, truth. A lot of people don't okay. love who they I under I understand that, Roberta, but I, I, me, honestly, I feel like that, um, and I'm just putting it all on the table. Like, I could be wrong. I just feel like um, if he would have waited on that love, then he probably wouldn't have went through half of the stuff he went through. That's well, just that's my he, opinion. Yeah, he said that's just that. my opinion. He said, he said, I put myself through a lot. He said that. And he said they came from yes. a dark place. You see, it was a dark place. She came from an impoverished country, a world, uh, what is it called? What what do you call it? Second, second world, what is it? What is that called? Third world. Third world. Third world. I'm saying second. Third world country. Here he is in an alcoholic and uh, a drug abusive uh, family. So both of them, the support, the generational situation, all of that is there. So, so what I'm taking, so what I'm taking out of it is that okay, you going through something, I'm going through something. Let's get married, and let's fix us together, and maybe, and then hopefully down the line we'll fall in love with each other. Right. Yes. Mm -hmm. And what Jason is saying is that is not how it's supposed to go. They were trauma yeah. bonded. They attached themselves to each other because, yeah. like you said, we I'm was having working hard on time. Having hard time. We're going to deal with it together. And we ended up falling in love, but the, the base of what they had was just trauma bonded and they just grew attached okay. to each other. Okay. Okay. So now I'm yeah. sorry, I was just trying to 
No, yeah, and they probably were trying to work through it and thought it can be worked on together, you yeah. know? We, we can figure this funny, out together. The funniest part about it, we both went to college together. Oh, how cool. Yeah, we both went to college together. And we was friends at first. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I hate that a friendship had ended behind this. Mm-hmm. But me being honest, now I'm going to be straight honest with you. With me having a heart attack or being sick, it was a possibility that I could not have had kids. Mm. I loved her enough I would have I would have raised a baby that wasn't mine. Yeah. I would have so, I would have because it was possible because I wanted kids as well. Wow. It's all about how you do do things. And we never we never was in a financially bond. We never was bonded financially. Greed and selfishness are destroy a multitude of things. And that's what man. people have to be more careful. Go ahead. I'm just saying, man's y'all better turn <laughs> to a Jason. Y'all better turn to a Jason. No, <laughs> man's out there. Listen up. Turn into a Jason. Women, you no. better get your Jason. I'm here. I'm here. No. What'd you say, Jason? Women don't y'all be got going out to having babies on Jason. I said, oh, women don't y'all have no, no more babies. No more babies on Jason. <laughs> Not for real. Now, Jason, I have hey, a question. Well, honestly, my question is, um, I'm very like, um, at this point in my life, I'm really more into like understanding men a little bit better. You know what I'm saying? Like masculinity, how it operates and how it applies to me, right? Um, so what can men specifically black men, right? Um, uh-huh. What can they get out of reading your book? What's the message for them? They really oh, gonna love my. They really gonna love my second book that's coming out. Mm. And, it's, and, it's called, and it's called "A Man Ain't Supposed to Cry." Mm. And, Jason. And dealing okay. with that, see, I'm working on two books right now. A man ain't supposed to cry, and a healing takes process. And, and when I talk about Okay then, and when I talk about um a man ain't supposed to cry, is dealing with depression, anxiety, masculinity, um identity, uh finding out who you are, financial gain, uh financial process, business ownership, and dealing with the whole male perspective head from head to toe, and so many men feels like they have to be masculine or tough or now we now we got to move into the stage that we're, we're 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 not vulnerable but we have to understand that we we have emotion we are emotional creatures too and we mm-hmm. carry a lot mm-hmm. and not only do we carry a lot the stuff that you carry will kill you mm-hmm. that's right especially especially if you're in stress depressed anxiety all that stuff is secret killers and especially right. Dealing with the black community. Yep. Yeah. All, all the, uh, yes. All we always we always we always talk. Right. We always talk. 
Somebody got some static in the thing. We always was taught we can't put that on the table like that. You'll be coming yeah. off as weak, weak or soft yeah. or or gay or you can't put that mm-hmm. stuff on the table like that. And, mm-hmm. and it's killing them. It's a solid killer for black men. Mm-hmm. In my book, a man ain't supposed to cry deals with all of that. Because well, I it care. It sounds like it deals with like toxic masculinity in the black community. That's what it's that's yeah. what I'm hearing. Okay. Right. Ooh, I, I, I carry I carry sexual abuse for 30 some years. Mm. Like, yes. oh, and I just told my family. Yes. Yes. But see, and the thing about it was, and the thing about it was you can't do dirt to people and expect to get away with it. Because the guys, my cousins, it was my cousin that, that raped me. Yes. But my other cousin, my other cousin killed him because he raped his son. So it was generational. Yeah, wow. yes. That's why I say what you do to people will come back to get you. And they looking at me in the funeral like, you're not sad because he dead. I like, no, I'm not sad. I'm only here because y'all here. Right. And they look at me like, right. but now they know the reason. Right. right. Now they know the and reason. The, and the liberation so, of letting some of those secrets go, because secrets yeah. feel as well. Uh, yeah. Now, Jason, uh, I, I think we're about to run out of time. Uh, uh, ladies, what time is it? Do you have? We got seven minutes. We have seven minutes. Uh, we really appreciate it. Uh, you sharing our time with us. Uh, you sharing your story. I'm, I most likely will be reaching back out to you later on, or one of us will, just to come back on and update us on what you got going on and how you doing. Um, but we really appreciate you tonight. You you have really uh, blessed us with your presence. Uh, ladies, you all want, have anything to yeah, no, thank you for yes, sharing I your do. story. Tell, tell, us, tell all our village. listeners and our viewers where they can buy your book. Where oh, they can uh, right, now, right now, my book is on Amazon, Walmart, Target, Barnes & Noble. That's that's all right now. And also, I'm going to do a book signing as well. Okay. Here in Montgomery. And all what's right. the name of your book? Unforgiving Unforg- Me Against the World. Okay. Okay. All right. Y'all go check them okay. out. Yes, yeah. yes. Thank you so much. I want to read it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you got us ready to I read appreciate it. Y'all and we gonna be now, every- now mm-hmm. I'm going to say this before we end up. My book is not for everybody. Mm-hmm. So some people will get it and some people won't get it. But when God is trying to take you, everybody can't go. That's right. Mm-hmm. I say that all the time. You know, y'all yeah, the rules. Your assignment is your assignment. That's your right. assignment is your assignment. That's right. All right. Well, you should have blessed us, and we should have. We appreciate you. We appreciate yeah. your transparency. Uh, you know, we just we we appreciate you putting it all on the table, being just a hundred percent honest with us about about everything. Even though some of the things some of us may not want to hear. But we really appreciate it because it's it's what's real. Yes. Mm-hmm. All right. Yes. Thank you, Jason. Yes, ma'am. All right. All Jay, right. You wanna you wanna go ahead and take us on out? Um. 
Yeah, I guess I can. Um, that was a that was amazing. Um, yes. I've been <laughs> that that was because um, I, I got a few phone calls to make so I can make sure. Don't <laughs> you go start? Yeah. Yeah. You put it in holy water. Yeah, but. <laughs> yeah, but it was it was really really good. I do um appreciate you. I I do really really want to read the book. It's amazing. Um I was I have been I haven't been on a show for about like a month now. Um because um because of heart problems. Um my blood stopped um flowing in my heart. So um I had suffered from broken heart syndrome cuz of stress due to multiple panic attacks a day and anxiety and stuff like that. So, um, you know, just taking on other people's problems, you know, taking things really, really serious to heart. And um, it, it, it really just, I had to get put on steroids. I had to um, get taken off my birth control so I can get, it, it was just a mess. It was just a lot. Um, and I think after I removed all of my issues and problems out of my life, like people, family, friends, all that, um, you know, things start to look up, you know, health start to go in place, drinking water and things like that. Like um, it driven me to like drink and smoke heavily because I did not know that I was dealing with these. I thought it was just like a little sharp I went in for a checkup because my arm was hurting and walked out to say that I'm in um, high risk of a stroke. So it is it is so important um, for people to know that to identify your triggers and your issues and your problems, you know, don't ignore them, you know, to seek help soon. And, um, you know, Nisha, Jason, Jackie, Roberta, and I, um, we have encountered and experienced all these things. So um, you can always like email us and, you know, ask for help, you, you know, cause I never will turn down um, anything because I know that like he said, stress will kill you. You know, I, I play with it, but I don't play with it no more. You know, mm -hmm. so um, that's um, that's my ish putting it out, putting myself out on the table. So I had to take a step back and kind of like get myself back together. But like I'm I'm just like kind of similar to Jason. I jokes around because mm -hmm. I don't got time. I don't <laughs> got time to taste. Stuff. I don't have time to because I feel like taking a lot of stuff serious. It damn near killed me. Shit. Mm -hmm. Like. Shoot, my lace was lifting. Now <laughs> I had to get my shit back together. So um, I just want to say thank. I just I, I adore every last one of y'all. Jason, you you have family here. You have you just gained four sisters. So mm -hmm. we're always here to help you and support you and lift you up. Okay, yeah. you know I might need you to interview these. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. Okay, Jay. Okay. I, I, I want to tell you, Jay, that I really appreciate your transparency and putting it all on the table. Because one thing 
us as professionals and what we're doing here on this podcast is we preaching all these great things and telling people to take care of themselves and educating everyone and it's really important for us to practice it too right so right. you doing that has probably opened so many doors and inspired so many of our listeners and our viewers to go and do the things that they need to do and get the help that they need because we all human we all need help so i really appreciate you and i'm so happy that you're back and i'm so happy that your help is me Thank you, thank you. Well, we love y'all. We have to wrap it up. They 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 telling us that we got to get the hell out. <laughs> y'all have a good night. And we see y'all next. Don't forget to book. Yes. Yes. All right, ladies. And your brother can put in the basket. So how do you guys feel? That was actually good. We should have did a part two. Well, we're mm-hmm. gonna wait a little bit and then we we'll 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 interview other people. That's just our kickoff. I just uh, want to say you ladies did an awesome job. Um it glowed really, really good. And I honestly think Jason is um he actually he, he blended with y'all really, really well. <laughs> it was amazing. The, the things that you guys have talked about before and the topics y'all touched on, he said those exact words. Right. Like, you know, I was like, dang, come on, Jason. But I did put his book there. Um, I really want to purchase it. It's on Amazon. I did put it there for the actual um, audience to purchase. But um, I would just advise, um, kind of help him out and promote him a little bit. So once yeah. you guys um, introduced that, you know, he was on your show, kind of share his link because he's going to share this this live as well, you know, that he was here. And he really connected with y'all. And I was I was really impressed with the transparency that he did because he wasn't yeah, shy and holding nothing back. Mm-hmm. And I think it's very inspiring because, um, you know, even for men to, yeah. to see that you don't have to really be, you don't have to be shy. You know, you don't have to be shy about, the things that you may have experienced growing up, everybody faced hardships and it's, you know, it's motivation for the next person. So I just really, 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 I like this transparency. I like Jason. I, I like it too. Yeah. When I What's the name of the book again? Um, the name of his book, I put it in a private chat right here. I actually looked it up. It's on Amazon and it's, um, I think he, did he grow up like his, somebody was a drug dealer? His uh, no, his uh, yeah. father was an addict and a, a drug was addict. An addict. His mom was an addict, and his um, I have it right here. Hold on, but yeah, it is on Amazon, y'all. So I went there and I looked at it, and I was like, me okay. against the world, unforgiven. Okay, is it me against the world? Yeah, me against the world, unforgiven. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah here it is. I put the link in, in well, you know what, 
Jack, Unforgiven, uh, me against the world. You put it in the, you actually put it there in the y'all's yeah, chat. So I'm going to purchase it. I'm going to support it. Are we still live? No. No. You know what? I heard us talking. I think 